Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello. It's Steve, back for another coaching session in your ear. It is Wednesday, the 24th of June, and it's that really hot, steamy, sunny, sunburny, dehydration y day in the middle of that heat wave week. Um, so today's session, we're going to keep it easy today, it's hot, I'm lucky I'm in the forest, I've got a bit of tree cover, so I've got plenty of shade, it's way cooler than in the sunshine, so that's all good, for me anyway. Uh, today's session, by popular request, at least one person, Scott Page, requested this, uh, we're going back into some mindfulness, I'll just swap my equipment out. Um, so it's going to be really similar to the mindfulness sessions we've done before, but with an added little twist at the end. Don't worry, there's no effort involved. This is all easy running today. It's going to jog for a bit as we chat through what's going to happen, and then we'll get into it. It's going to be about 30 minutes of mindful running. And prior to that, like I said, I'm just going to chat through what we're going to get up to, and. Really, my mindfulness has been a key discipline to practice throughout lockdown. And this is, I said it in my recording the other day, back to where it all started with a trip to the Olympic Stadium. But actually, this is where it all started. This was the very first recording. The very first published episode. Um, all those weeks ago and I'll explain why that then mindfulness has its roots in the meditative practices of Buddhism in particular and it's really about focusing on the here and now and connecting your body back through to your brain and checking in how you're feeling at this precise moment in time and Now, as we go through different phases of lockdown, the approach and the, mind and the purpose of the mindfulness session has probably changed. Now, we've gone from various cycles of anger, depression, fear, anxiety, 
and at various points along the journey this session has been designed to to help you with those by switching into how your body feels and you can tune into your body whilst you're running to switch your brain off from the wider issues that we face as individuals or as a society. And I've talked before about how depression is a totally understandable reaction to what's happened in the course of the last three months. We've all lost something that we'd like back, whether it's health-wise, perhaps it's even a person, or something related to our working lives, or our social lives. We've all lost something that we're mourning. So it's easy to see why you just why we would sit, settle into a depressive mindset looking back. And then of course looking forward has been really hard too because there just hasn't been up until recently any great clarity on what the world is going to look like. And I guess there still isn't. There. There's increasingly speedy easing of lockdown measures. This comes the day after Boris announced that bars and restaurants or bars and pubs would be open from July the 4th. But swimming pools and gyms remain closed. Uh, But that's for another day. So as we look forwards, I think we all can accept that things are going to be different, certainly for the short term, but it's actually quite hard to imagine how, and it's quite hard to imagine how we're going to deal with that. And then there's more anxiety around the second wave, is this speed of easing appropriate? Where are we on this COVID journey? And we don't really know. So it's easy to look forwards and feel anxious. And it's easy to look backwards and feel depressed. So what do we do? Well, one thing we can do, certainly for a short period of time, is focus on the now. And that's what mindfulness is. focusing on the present and its application in running is how we feel about our running and how our body's reacting to what we're asking it to do. And of course, perhaps unwittingly, but perhaps consciously, lots of people are turning to running as an outlet through this time. Physical fitness is important, but so is mental health. So in lots of ways, people would have been doing or benefiting from the meditative properties of running for some time. 
and this is just playing to that so it's really switching that on as we go so the way it's going to work is let's say for half an hour we are going to do break it up into five minute chunks we're going to be running continuously we're going to be keeping it really easy and for each five minutes we're going to have a different thing to focus on around our running and the way that we feel and the way that our body's reacting the bonus today or the, or the twist I think I called it earlier is that the last 10 minutes we're actually not going to be practicing mindfulness at all we're going to do some thinking and some focusing on the transformation lockdown may or may not be bringing you but we're going to be talking about it all in a positive way and we're going to be focusing on on joy who thought that would happen shuffling through the forest nice and easy You can do this session anywhere, you can do it on road, you can do it on grass, you can do it on parkland, you can do it on forest trails, doesn't really matter. And if you're anything like me by the end of this, you won't have remembered half your run anyway. actually working talk amongst yourselves we're all good so I'm signing off where I am right now it's in the Faden Boys section of Epping Forest anywhere okay we're gonna get going in a sec okay then let's begin so we're just jogging easy 
And we're going to start where we often start in these sessions, and that's with our feet. The feet are often neglected as we think about our physical, or the relationship between our body and our, and our brain. We're often thinking about lots of other things, but our feet. So as you're running for the next five minutes, let's just think about how our feet are landing and where they are landing. So as you're running, are you landing with your feet in front of you with a big long stride trying to eat up the ground? Or are your feet landing under your body and your centre of mass? You don't need a scientific answer. Just take a viewpoint as to whether you think you're reaching out. And then, as you're doing that, think about where you're landing on your feet. So do you think you're landing on your heel? Or are you up on your toes? Or is your forefoot doing, taking the, uh, taking the hit? And with all of this, there's not necessarily rights or wrongs and we're not thinking you're changing too much today. It's just being aware of it. So just think about what's happening with your feet. And as you do that, let's now think about how we're using our toes. So, do you think you're getting good flex, flexion in your toes? Are they bending nicely for you? Are you getting power out of them as you push off? And which toes are you prioritising? big toe, your second toe, or is all your weight on the outside of your foot? Is it on the inside collapsing in? Is your arch collapsing underneath you as you run? Just process that, think about it. continue, let's pay attention to the distribution of weight across both feet. So if you think one foot is working harder than the other, are you getting more power from one, are you landing differently from one foot to the other?
if there's any soreness going on down there. Last 30 seconds or so. good. So we're now going to move on to our hips. Now this is particularly challenging and one of the things that we're all doing a lot of, perhaps less so now than the early stages of lockdown, but sitting down is quite a popular activity at the moment. And sitting down is how some of us run when we're not consciously thinking about where our hips are. And by that I mean when we're sitting our hips sit behind us. We sit backwards with all our weight on our bum obviously. And then when we come to run we actually want the opposite way around. We want our hips forwards. We want them high. as we run now. Let's think about where our hips are. Are they dragging us back? Is our bum sitting behind us? Or are we getting up and tall at the hips and pushing them forwards as we run and getting them tall? those hips forwards, forwards and up. Don't let your bum drag you back. You can imagine that there's someone hanging onto your belt trying to pull you backwards as you're trying to run forwards and you've got to push your hips forward to get rid of them. And as you do that, so as your hips are going up and forwards, now think about your feet again. Has anything changed? In theory, if your hips are up and forwards, you should be able to spend less time with your feet on the ground and you should be up on your forefeet a little bit more, up on your toes, perhaps minimising the contact time with the ground. Achieving that through your hip position. Have you been working your kettlebell all the way through lockdown? If so, doing squats and swings with a kettlebell should work wonders for you. 
keep our hips nice and high. Don't let yourself get pulled from behind. Keep them high and tall. And feel how much more efficient your feet are from the reduced contact time to the ground. seconds or so. Okay, so for the next five minutes, we're going to be thinking about our breathing. So here, for most of us, most of the time, breathing is a quite a simple process. You breathe based on what you, what you need, and you'll find textbook saying breathe in for two steps breathe out for two steps I personally think for most people we've got enough to think about as it is stop lost my sunglasses uh, yeah we've got enough going on and I always think we're running as well any form of counting just makes you realise how much longer you've got to go in a session or in a run. It can be counterproductive, I think. So we're going to switch off from that. And all I'm going to ask you to do is think about how you're breathing. As you can probably hear from me, I can get maybe five or six words in a sentence. And I have to stop and pause for a little breath. Keep focusing on your hips as well. Keep your hips high. As you do so, just think about your breathing. Where's it coming from? Is it deep from inside your belly? Or is it shallow from your, the top of your chest or your throat? And if you're finding the breathing hard, think about how you can control it. So we're taking dig, big deep breaths in and then a big deep breath out. 
really controlled. And as you play that big deep breath in, a bit like you might do in Pilates or yoga, try and push your stomach towards your back. So you don't necessarily rise your chest up as you breathe in, you push your stomach away from you. seconds or so. Controlled and relaxed. So for the final five minutes of the mindfulness path today, we're going to be focusing on our head and our head position. And it's very tempting for many of us to look down at the ground to see what our feet are doing and to see where they're landing to make sure we're not going to land in a rabbit hole or a pothole. you need to do now is look ahead 30 maybe 50 meters and see where you're going from that range rather than right up close and you can plot your way and your course accordingly and as we do that we get our head up we pull our hips up well, reduce the contact time with the ground, and we open up our airways to breathe a bit better. So keep your head up, keep looking up, 
I need to look up to avoid this traffic I'm at High Beach. Not quite so therapeutic. Very busy. With our head up, it's also our opportunity to see what's going on, to take in the world. We may well be running the same route you run every day or every time you go for a run. So what can you see that's different as you're running with your head up? I can see SC Boy racers. Smoking weed, drinking beer, getting sunburned. And luckily, I'm through that now. I'm back into slightly calmer territory. So, what can you see with your head up that you've not seen before? shouldn't be able to see your feet if your hips are high and your feet are landing underneath your body and you're up on your four feet and your head's up looking forwards you won't see your feet and I always think that's a quite a liberating thing you're running and you're using your feet but you're trusting what they're doing and you're not paying them any attention certainly not with your eyes you might want to be feeling your way through your feet. Your eyes are fixed forwards. How much better does it feel? Thirty more seconds or so. Church of the Holy Innocents. A few people having a picnic in the, in the grounds. This is the main road. We're on the turn left. It's going to be a little bit busy here for a while. So that's 20 minutes. You're done. Well done. No dramas. So for the next five minutes, we're going to change it up a little bit. So. Hopefully you've done a good job at switching off the world for those 20 minutes or so. What we're going to do now is think about 
some other stuff. Of course, you don't have to. You can do whatever you want, but I'm going to. And I think it's in line with, I think, a big thought that's going around at the moment about reflections. We're three months post-lockdown, or lockdown started three months ago. The world has changed quite considerably in that time. And there's lots of negatives. But we're not going to focus on that. We're going to focus on the joy, the positives. What are the things through lockdown that we've done that we've really taken a great deal of joy from? Speaking personally, I mean, homeschooling was incredibly tough for periods of time and managing the children was incredibly tough for periods of time. But the time we spent with them and the way they've reacted in the main has been, has been joyful, it's been brilliant. And there's bits of that that I just don't want to forget. And a really micro example of something that has been really interesting is we did that thing I used to do as a kid and pack some tadpoles and watch them turn into frogs in the process. Of, of doing that yeah. that's been fun for me it's also engaged the children in the world that's going on around them and it's brought intrigue so just for the last couple of minutes of this five minute section just try and think about the things that brought you joy that you have enjoyed through lockdown give me one two three ten things if you want but what are those things maybe it's running or maybe it's not I'm just about to go up a hill those feelings both at the time and as you look back can you put those feelings in a in a bottle
30 more seconds to keep pondering what you've enjoyed what's brought you joy however small it is there will be something Okay, and now for the last five minutes, let's just think about how we can take those feelings and those things that brought you joy and take them into life post-lockdown. How are you going to hold on to some of those things that you valued, that you enjoyed? the last three months how are you going to keep them going for the next three months oh flip the hill now that might be a feeling you might want to continue to feel and then maybe you've been relaxed felt fit, you felt healthy, or maybe it's a thing, maybe it's a way of being, an activity, an activity of some description, maybe cooking, maybe Joe Wicks, Maybe mindfulness and running. And as you're doing that, as you're thinking about how you can do it, think about how you create habits and how you link behaviours together to create a habit. So, for example, if one of the things you want to do as a runner, let's say, you want to do more stretching because you've got a lot out of doing some stretching or some yoga through lockdown. But as lockdown eases, you're going to get, you know you're going to get drawn into going to the pub, getting outside, going shopping, lots of other things you haven't done for three months. And all of a sudden those great intentions to do more stretching will be forgotten again. So how do you create a habit? about creating conscious links between activities so stretching at the end of a run is one or let's say stretching when you okay thank you very much there's been an incident the area's been closed off Um, so how do you create those habits stretching whilst you're watching TV maybe and that becomes your default put the TV on just lie on the floor for 10 minutes and do some stretching that's an example 
So creating a link between two things to form a habit. And then as you do this, just have a think about the actions you're going to take. What are you actually going to do? We've all done it. We've all been on a lovely holiday where we've enjoyed a certain way of life. And we've come home and we've thought to ourselves on the plane on the way home, oh, I don't want to go back to normality. I don't want to. Or rather, I want to sit by the pool and have a beer. Or I want to learn XYZ new skill. And then you get back and life catches up on you pretty quickly and the next time you think about that thing is the next time you go on holiday so for me the response to that is how do you act what do you do specifically to create that change coming to the end of this run just have to think about two or three things that you're actually going to do that form your habit and it might be as simple as writing it down sticking it on the fridge but let's use this as an opportunity to reflect but also to act. Look at that, and some soothing meditation music in the forest as I go past. And that feels like a good place to finish. So keep it chilled. Keep relaxed for the rest of the run, whatever it is you're going to do now. We'll find a different way home. I really care. I feel nice and relaxed now. and enjoy the rest of this amazing weather. And I guess that's the other thing to say about lockdown, isn't it? How good has the weather been? Thank you for joining me. Thank you for indulging my rambles as ever. And I hope it, I hope it helps, even if in a very small way. Thanks, everybody. I'll speak to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 